Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. This show, of course, uh, featuring small nonprofits doing great big things. And I think you're going to enjoy today's show because we've got a, uh, an individual on here and we have a mission and we have an organization uh, that is doing incredibly big things. And I think you're going to have an absolute blast. So I would like to welcome to the show uh, not only a licensed mental health therapist, she's a veteran and she is the founder and CEO of the I Am Enough uh, Foundation. Hey, it's Megan Fenyo. How are you today? Hey, Patrick. I am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm very excited to have you on the show. Um, I was just telling you before we launched here that uh, mental health, mental wellness is sort of like a big issue we're talking about uh, here in flyover country, North Dakota. Uh, but it's, it seems to be popping up as a let's get this stigma erased out of the gate sort of thing. And you're on the front lines of all yeah. of that. So I'm very intrigued to hear your backstory. So for those of you who are just tuning in and for those of you who are just listening or watching, um, Megan, tell us a little bit about the I Am Enough Foundation. How did it start? Or uh, And tell us the backstory. Let's start at the beginning and how do we get there? All right. So I have been a mental health therapist for 15 years. And when I was 33 years old, so 2012, I commissioned as an officer in the Air Force and provided mental health treatment to active duty members. And I did not expect to meet a husband, but lo and behold, I did. And, um, you know, I've always struggled growing up uh, with the I'm not good enough mindset. I have a learning disability, eighth grade reading and math level and and all of this stuff. And so that, that mindset of I'm not good enough really started when I was younger, but I really did not notice it like where it was like affecting every part of my life um, until I met my now ex-husband, which is kind of funny, but um, long story short, uh, we, it was a very quick marriage. Uh, so we were to, met, dated and married within 11 months. And right after the marriage, things really, or after the wedding, things really started to change. And he ended up having an affair for 14 months of our two and a half year marriage. And the lies and, and the controlling behavior of himself, um, I literally began to think that I was crazy, that I was insane, that I had done something wrong. Even though I had been a mental health therapist at this point for 10 years, I was still saying, oh my gosh, like I'm the one that's wrong. And it wasn't until years later did I realize that I was in a very narcissistic, abusive marriage. Um, our divorce was final in 2016. Uh, he had pulled our divorce papers four times, just playing with my mind. Uh, but I was so traumatized that I stayed faithful and committed to him for two years after that. And the, the love bombing like we call about in narcissistic abuse and the gaslighting actually got worse. Uh, so, and at this point, I had nothing. Like I had fallen apart. I had this mask on acting like I had it all together. And instead of actually getting the help I needed, I just started working a ton of hours and just basically like killing myself basically. So 
Um, in February of 2018, uh, which is going to be about two years in a couple weeks, uh, he had messaged me. I had moved down to San Diego from Northern California, and we were still talking. So for two years, we were dating. Um, and he said he had a job interview. He was going to come down, uh, and we were going to start over. So I just remember saying, okay, Lord, if like, this isn't meant to be, you need to take him out of my life because the affair and the divorce wasn't enough for me to leave. And literally 12, 24 hours later, I had found out that he was with, he had moved in another girl uh, a month before our divorce was final. And she had been living in our home for two years. I never returned to our home after the affair, but he was with both of us and neither one of us knew the other existed. And literally that day, February 15th of 2018, uh, I walked away from him and also had lost my six figure income four months before that had just moved to San Diego. So I'm sitting here with my heart and absolutely nothing. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I literally am not good enough. I am so not enough. I've been a therapist for 15 years, lose this income, lose the man of my dreams. There's nothing left. And that's when I really started doing the work. Um, I got into my own mental health therapy and started doing my trauma work. And then I started writing my book. I didn't know that my book was going to turn out the way it has, uh, but I wrote that book in the most traumatic five months of my life. And then it's called You Are Enough. And it launched in August of 2018, and, and it's been a huge success. So then I, get, I teach a lot about visual coping skills with my patients, my mm -hmm. clients. So it's really about reality testing our thoughts and restructuring them. And so when I was going through my trauma work, I'm a huge affirmations, visual coping skills person. I had, you know, all of these things all over my house to help me get out of bed every morning to just be able to put one foot in front of the other. And so um, that message that I had learned was my ex-husband never told me I wasn't good enough. I created that thought in my head based on his actions and his behaviors. And so many of us have struggled. I mean, I swear every single one of us have struggled with the I'm not good enough mindset, whether it be in your health, relationship, career, what have you. And staying stuck in that mindset keeps us from living a passionate and purposeful life. So I was sitting at a conference last January and I was like, okay, what can I do? I'm like, I'm, I got to do something else. I got to give back because everyone has, was just so amazing when the book came out. So I created these visual coping cards. I think you've seen them, but I'll just show them for everyone. That's so here's the visual coping card. It says, I am enough. And on the back, it has the word because with three lines. And so what this means is like you write why you believe that you're enough. And so for me, starting out, I had to write, I'm enough because I got out of bed this morning, right? Because I had to start small, like super small uh, and build from there. I had no idea what was going to happen with this movement. Let me tell you, I just, it's like a one man show. So I just like started posting these cards on social media and handing them out to people at events and all over San Diego and in 11 months. So people can actually go to the website and order five cards for free. And in 11 months I have mailed out it's me. I write the envelopes, everything. It's like a one man show over 5,000 cards to 44 states and 16 countries. That's awesome. So yeah, and it'll be a year uh, in like two weeks that it's 
that's been going on. And so then um, I, someone had mentioned like, Megan, you really got to make this into a nonprofit. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm clueless about what that means. I am not a business person. Uh, and so I just said, okay, why not? Like, let's jump and let's do it. And so uh, the movement became a 501c3 in uh, November of 2019. Outstanding. Story. Yeah, a little, uh, little young organization. And I think it's yeah. really funny. I think a lot of people who are working in the nonprofit industry, especially fundraisers and especially people who are working in the executive team, um, would look would would find this story relatable to bosses who don't understand who are uh, demanding uh, inappropriately mm-hmm. uh, unexpected or you know uh, overly enthusiastic sort of uh, expectations that you're never going to achieve and yet they're always sort of held to a standard that they're never going to have in the first place and I think they're going to say I'm enough today that I made five phone calls or I'm enough today because. I, I made one meeting happen. Mm-hmm. And I think we talk a lot about that, how, how fitting it is you're a nonprofit because what you're talking about is very nonprofit centric to actually kind of have that self uh, doubt all the time of I'm not fundraising enough and I'm not doing enough for our organization too. So I love that as a connection. And I'm struggling with that right now. I'm just going to tell you. Welcome to, welcome like, to the nonprofit club. You're official. Well, it's, it's funny because people, you know, know me like social media and, and uh, people in California and that kind of stuff know me as the I am enough girl. Right. Sure. And I'm very authentic and real. And I say, you know, what? I struggle with this all the time. That is why I have these cards because I, ever since I launched the nonprofit, I'm like clueless. And I'm like, am I good enough to do this? Am I doing enough in this nonprofit? So I'm so glad that you had said that because I completely resonate with that. It is 100% relatable, I think, to everybody in the nonprofit industry. And speaking of the nonprofit industry, I know you're very young and just started in November, but you probably have some big, hairy, audacious goals that you're planning uh, because you seem like a person that's really never uh, satisfied with just status quo. And I'm just going to kind of fit to... what uh, are your big dreams, uh, some of your things that you're planning on in the future for the I Am Enough movement? Well, definitely continuing to offer the cards for free um, and really want to start doing some outreach activities. And I would love to do events throughout the country uh, focused on women, I mean, men and women, but also like kids. So like having two different types of events going on at the same time, because I actually get a ton of teachers and parents that order the cards for kids um, because I think it's super important. And so really um, events, I love doing events and that is, you know, my big, my big vision Um, continuing. I do like open photo shoots with the cards, you know, for free. Um, And so Definitely events, and then also being able to give back to domestic violence shelters as well as veteran organizations. So, um, yeah, I just I want to travel everywhere and carry this movement and and just impact and empower people to believe that they're enough. Like wherever it takes me, I'm totally open to that. You come through, swing through the Midwest. We'll get you into a conference or two, a full of non-profiteers. Well, I'm from Michigan, you know. I'm a Midwesterner. I'm from Michigan. We're half a dozen states over. It's totally the same thing. Our winters are worse, but it's fine. That's right. It's um, I love that. And you know, a lot of people have the idea to start a nonprofit. Very few people do. Um, and so I think that's interesting to the point of like, what makes your nonprofit stand out 
differently than everybody else? What do you do differently that said, light bulb moment, I'm going to make this a nonprofit differently than anyone else has ever done before? Oh, that's, that's a hard question. Cause I, this is like me, like, I don't want to step on anyone's toes, but um, I think the fact that like, I have been a therapist for 15 years. I have been in an abusive marriage and I, you know, created these just to kind of give back. And I think that the way that it took off, I mean, all of these cards have been created out of my own pocket and just a one man show. So I think it's different because it grew so organically and fast. And I don't know of other nonprofits that have grown that fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that that sets it apart. Plus, it's a nonprofit that, have, that literally can touch every single person. It doesn't matter your age, your, den- your gender, whatever it is. Every single one of us have struggled with this. So I think it's made it a little hard in regards to our target market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I say our, but it's literally just me. I don't have a team yet. But um, <laughs> But, but I also don't want to hone in on a target market because it does, it does affect everyone. And so that is the big vision vision is, you know, getting a team that can put on events for the nonprofit that maybe it's an all men event. So I have a man that does the, the event or all women or domestic violence or kids or, or whatever. So I just, that's why I think it's a little different than other ones. You know, it's funny that you got really niche. It is like, hey, you just need to believe that you're enough to do X, Y, and Z. And I, and ironically, as niche as you got, that has how global impact or sort of like everybody can understand that regardless of whatever industry you're in. Uh, the idea of like I'm in imp- the imposter syndrome. I'm not really good enough. Whether it's again for a boss or a relationship, and I think you hit on a number of those plateaus. And I, again, I think there's an authenticity to it to say I'm not going to do and start a nonprofit because I want to start a nonprofit. You're starting it because it's the best avenue to get your message out to as many people as possible. And I think that's what makes you extraordinarily unique. And I think that's really one of the cooler uh, things about the entire I am enough. Uh, movement you've pieced I, Thank you for that because, and I, I guess, thank you for reminding me of that because that's where I was at. I was at a stuck point, mm-hmm. you know, like a couple months ago and I'm like, okay, what else can I do here to get this message out? Because I didn't have the money to do advertisements or hire a social media person or a PR person. And, you know, that's one of the reasons because I got stuck yep. because I was like resource wise, I've all tapped out and the vision for this movement was so much bigger. And so, yeah, I had to kind of take the leap and know that it's all going to turn out good in the end. Uh, But that's, I wasn't willing to give this up uh, and let it be status quo because it had just, it has blown up in like the last year or so. Yeah. Hey, you're enough. To lead a nonprofit. I believe that very much so. So what sort of the documented successes? And I know you mentioned a couple off of the top of, uh, of the interview, but what sort of documented pieces of success you've had over the last couple of months as you sort of have ramped up uh, some of the things you've done uh, for the IMF movement? Well, I was in the running for beneficiary for one of the biggest events in Southern California that's happening this weekend, the City Summit and Gala. Yeah. Um, and I got runner up. Uh, so I was super proud of myself for that. And I'm so on top of being a nonprofit, I get to, you know, I get a lot of freebies this weekend of a booth and time on stage and 
you know, all of that stuff. Um, and then I got a couple donations, which has been awesome. I got one from Walmart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like 500 bucks. Yeah. Um, and so just like the little wins, like people here, like donating $25, donating 20, uh, and just, just like the encouragement that has been my biggest win is like the support and the encouragement of people that are saying, you need to do this. More people need to hear this. What can I do to help? Yep. Uh, so um, super excited about that. But yeah, I have to remind myself of the little wins because sometimes it's just overwhelming where I'm like, okay, now what? Like right now I like focus on raising money. So uh, yeah, it's, but you know, the little wins are good. It's an excellent transition because we don't celebrate enough wins in nonprofit worlds anyway, because we think it's bragging or we don't think it's enough anyway. So kudos to you for not only raising money and doing it and celebrating those small donations that will eventually turn into larger ones mm -hmm. as this sort of thing progresses. And you yeah. can't expect to come out of the gate raising millions because that's, that doesn't happen. So right. kudos to you. And again, let's remind everybody, it's been like two and a half months since you started this thing. So you really, it's, you're in this sort of infancy where I think a lot of uh, organizations are trying to find themselves and you've already mm -hmm. sort of hit the ground running and, and gone. So you're in a really interesting position that doesn't necessarily happen to a lot of organizations. So kudos to you. you. Um, part of the, uh, the show here is where we really like to celebrate other people and sort of appreciate those who have helped us get to where we go. Um, a time for shout outs galore. Cause then, you know, you get to share the love with all of your friends when this podcast mm -hmm. goes live and say, Hey, you mean a lot to us. Is there an individual or the businesses that you, um, are sort of appreciative of being a part of, you know, sort of your journey, uh, oh my gosh. organization? So definitely my first shout out goes to, uh, Michelle Maddich and Ryan Long from city summit and gala. They, uh, I actually launched the I am enough movement at their, at city summit gala last year. Awesome. In February. And I've only been in this world, the speaker world, all of this stuff for two years. And they have been pivotal in just getting me on stages and supporting me. And it was actually Michelle that encouraged me to start the nonprofit. Mm -hmm. uh, so I owe them so much. They're amazing. They've always been supportive of the movement. Um, I have a gentleman who has kind of taken me under his wing. His name is Roger Ware. Uh, and he is kind of it right now for the board. Uh, and uh, he's just got a ton of knowledge in the nonprofit sector. And so he is kind of telling me, kind of showing me what to do, the ins and outs. Uh, and so I just, I'm so thankful for him. And then I've got some people we're having a call next week, actually, that are interested in learning more about the movement and, you know, getting involved. And so all of those people, I mean, I can't name everyone, but all of those people and people that have ordered the cards, just all of the support. I mean, it's just been amazing. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Well, that's uh, beyond fantastic. Well, I'd like to thank you for being on the show. So what I'd love to do is help with any particular fundraising advice that you might need. That's kind of our, uh, our bit, our little love note and thank you note for being a guest. So is there a fundraising question in general that I can help out? Patrick. I am enough movement. Yes. That's a loaded question. Sure is. Because <laughs> uh, we talked about this before we got on the show, uh, because I'm like uh, board members and fundraising. I think, you know, it's so anything because 
I'm brand new. I'm a baby. So I'm going to leave that open to you. Like anything that you feel would be helpful to me and to your listeners and those watching, I'm leaving it to you because yeah. I have a thousand questions, but. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you what you're doing incredibly right. And then the next step that I think you can probably do. Number one, you need to tell your story to as many people as possible. And what you're doing there is right. So every time you get on stage to talk about why this is important, that is wonderful. You're going to want to tweak it to get to a particular call to action. So once you've got them in the palm of your hands and they say, I don't know what I can do to help, they're going to ask that question eventually, right? They're going to have say, well, how can I help you? And you're going to default to saying, we well, should get some cards and send it to somebody or introduce me to somebody else. What I would create is a small tiered um, $25 or $50 or $100 would provide this to those we're trying to help. It will provide us the ability to make a couple of these uh, baskets that we're going to give to individuals who may need it, how we're going to get into the schools and help kids. We're going to like those little ranking items mm -hmm. will allow somebody to feel like they gave something intangibly uh, provided you with resources to go out and continue what you're doing. So those low level gifts I think will be really intriguing for someone who's just kind of starting out. The other thing is when you do are putting on those events, um, look to individuals who can sort of sponsor and underwrite a lot of the costs that you don't want to pay for. So if people who would pay for, you know, the, um, you know, tables and chairs and the food and that kind of stuff. So when you're doing those events, you don't have to worry about it and it's all gravy from anything mm -hmm. raised night of. So those people that you'll, you'll want uh, to make some friends with and that you will find through telling your story to as many people as possible. So keep up the excellent work there, but in your side, in your spare time, cause you probably have so much of it <laughs> kind of carve out as much as you can to kind of get incremental pieces to your uh, fundraising puzzle in ways that people can say, if I give you 20 bucks, what is that going to do? Mm -hmm. Awesome. I love that. I think you're going to be well on your way. I like it. Thank you. And speaking of well on our way, we are already on the well of our way to the end of the show, which is so quick and I, it's terrible. We could talk for four hours, but alas, the internet will not allow it. So uh, the floor is yours though. I want to make sure that everybody who is watching and listening and saying that I know somebody, a group or a school, a uh, group of individuals or kids or adults or even somebody in my office who clearly needs to hear this kind of message. Mm -hmm. If they are looking to help and get connected, how do they do so and what do they need and how can they help uh, your organization be amazingly awesome? How can they help the I Am Enough movement and you? Thank you so much. There's many ways to get in touch with me. Uh, you can go to the website, the movement website, IamEnoughMovement.info. Uh, you can reach out to me there. You can order your cards. Uh, Megan Fenio, everything on social media is Megan Fenio. Um, there's just so many ways right now. This is what I'm excited about is I keep talking about this call, but because it's, it's a baby and it's growing. And so people that are interested in wanting to get involved in something and grow with it and maybe find a different talent, like maybe you want to learn social media. Okay, great. Like let's learn together. Right? So that's the exciting part. And that's what we're looking for. Um, so definitely social media, Megan Fenyo, IamEnoughMovement.info. I am going to give a plug real quick for I Am Enough TV. So I Am Enough TV just launched 
two weeks ago on Roku and Amazon Fire TV and Google Play and Apple TV. Uh, so it's really cool. You just have to go to those channels and search Easy Way TV, and you'll see the I Am Enough TV show. So I'm super excited about that. I love it. And as always, all that information is going to be in the show notes. We'll link everything there so you can kind of find it. And of course, a link to where you can donate your giant sacks of money because you've been impressed with the I am enough movement and everything that Megan's saying. Thank you so much for being on the show. This again, the do good, better podcast, helping these non small nonprofits who are doing amazingly big things. And I, I bet there's a lot of people shaking their heads saying that, this is some great big things that you have brewing. So I appreciate you, you being on the show. Thank you so much. And I hope uh, everyone enjoyed this one. I certainly did because that's, that's awesome. So <laughs> outstanding. Thank you so much for being a guest. And thank you for swinging by uh, the official Do Good Better podcast. See you next time. There are countless videos, books, articles, and folks out there with suggestions on how to raise more money. Of course, that's a major problem. Too much information. Do Good University has an online library of lectures, courses, and trainings that concentrate on one thing, making fundraising simple. Come join other like-minded do-gooders who are looking to unclutter their fundraising life. Enroll at Do Good University today at dogoodbetterconsulting.com.